Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. I got cinnamon and honey tea, so let's fucking get this party train going. Stace Babcock. June 16th me fucking sucks. Ended my notes from last session with something goes dark, IDK. So hope someone can (laughs) fill me in. And in her triumphant return, Alex Finn. So I was talking to a doctor yesterday, and we were joking that some people, when filling out the Are You Anxious survey, put all zeros. Like, they have no worries in the world. And we were just like, we laughed, because it's just like, must be nice not to be aware. (laughs) You were Mm -hmm. talking to a doctor yesterday? What, are you rich? (laughs) No. (laughs) Joke's on them. I've met all of my out-of-pockets. Can't charge me shit insurance. (laughs) (laughs) so who remembers what happened last time i am going to pick on hey listeners while dan decides who to pick for the recap how about i tell you about diehard dice diehard dice is a dice company on the internet obviously and they have beautiful dice metallic acrylic and some other goodies on there and you can get a beautiful set of whatever dice you'd like unless it's sold out then you can't get it obviously and you can get all that for 10% off using our Dice Failure code, Explorers Wanted at checkout. That helps support them, helps support us, and it gets you a nice pair of dice for a little bit cheaper. Now let's get back to the action and see who Dan decides to pick. Dun, dun, dun. I'm going to pick Samson. Uh, well, listeners, that fucking backfired. So last time, we started the session with Dilly, Nix, and our new friend Augusta getting cornered by some goons that turned out to be from uh, Minos. But Nick's fucking just, like, gave him the stink eye, and they fucking ran away. And then Dilly gave him a little sass on the way out, because they tried to get sassy with Dilly. So we went back to Sala's shop, picked up a couple ciphers, and left an IOU. And then we headed down into the aqueducts below Shalness. Found Race not too far down, put him in a little uh, cocoon sleeping bag, and began exploring the aqueducts a little bit. Ran to a couple rooms... And also learned along the way that Augusta is new to field work. She'd done some uh, theory work, Mm. but never actually gone to the field by herself until now. Not too long after that, we find an auditor, not the person Augusta's looking for, but still an auditor, bring them back to Sala's. And at that point, Sala, who we had knocked out, woke up and told us about a trapdoor in the back. That kind of leads to where uh, Priya probably is. Go down the trap door, find some dead guardians, hear screaming, and start finding some desiccated bodies. 
fucking Augusta goes Nova, and that was fucking dope. Fight them, rescue Priya, and then find that, oh, your Priya is in another catacomb. It's very good. Go listen to that episode if you haven't. Also, why are you here if you haven't listened to that episode? Like, what are you anyway, uh, Augusta was not happy about that, so she basically bullies Sala into giving her some like travel materials and goes and heads out after that towards Gone, the place where her Priya is actually. Along the way, she meets a friend who uh, wants to make a deal with her, but we don't know that. That's where we left it. Nix and Daly, I think, are in Sala's shop, just being, just standing there going like, well, that happened. Mm-hmm. Wait, what goes dark? I assume... Our field of vision? Yeah, maybe it was just me. Maybe I just went dark. Yeah, maybe the... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I blacked out. <laughs> I'm not going to remember anything else. <laughs> maybe it was something... Um, it was Bastion. Augusta talked to Bastion. That's that's what happened. Oh, shit. Yeah, so maybe Bastion did something. Have a friend who wants to make a deal. So I mean, we've never gotten into trouble by making deals, so I don't... I don't know what the problem could be. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, and speaking of, uh, we have no idea where Chacha is at the moment. And I assume I have, like, a one in, like, D20 chance that when I teleport me or other people, I'm just going to go other places. <sighs> you know? I feel like that's a fair consequence. You would think that, but no, we have echo proof that you and Race arrived in the shop and then just ditched us. Straight ditched no. us. No. We were just like, fuck you. We got other things to do. Went down in the goddamn series to commit. Well, actually, that's where we're going to kick off. Oh shit! Crimes? I'm 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 down for crimes. It's still June. I can commit crimes. So, Cha Cha, you have just put your hand on all your friends here and race, and then teleported to Salah's shop. But when you arrive, it's just you, Hubert, and race, and the shop is utterly empty and silent. I was just going to check for, like, severed body parts of the other party members. Yeah, you don't see any severed body parts. You do notice that your bracelet, for lack of a better way of describing it, feels a little tingly on your incorporeal hand. I was just going to look at her hand and be like, oh no, is it now a Fitbit telling me I haven't walked in a while? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> <laughs> you cheated with this teleport. <laughs> Race is standing there. It's like, what the hell is going on? You still have all your body parts, right? Yeah, but it's really quiet here. Do you notice that? Like, way quieter than a city should be. I mean, could it be like a public holiday? I don't think so. I mean, I'm sometimes keeping track of the date is a little rough when you're on the road, but like, I don't think we were close to anything. And he wanders to the front of the shop and looks out the window and says, Oh, Chacha, you should come see this. Chacha is going to go look out the window. Out the window. These streets are utterly empty. This seems a little bit weird, even for a public holiday. Yeah. And the other thing that concerns me, I don't see any echoes. Maybe this is what happens when you, like, solve it. Like, you, you solve the puzzle... Now you get the city and we're all leaving because there's no more puzzle. Oh, okay. Maybe. I just don't know where the... <laughs> so why are we here and where are Nix and Dilly? I'm going to be honest with you. This is the first time I've teleported. 
anyone, and I'm just really happy and proud of myself that no one who is here is currently missing any important limbs and or organs. Okay. Yeah, that's that's a good point, Cha-Cha. Do you have any ideas what we should do? I mean, we should probably explore. If we see anything good, we can take it, because no one else is here. It's ours now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Incidentally, all these shelves in here, you know, I just said it's empty of people to store, but all the shelves are also empty. This is weird. I feel like a store should have merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where do you want to check first? I guess we should just, like, I don't know, wander around, loot the city, and then leave, right? That's what we do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get our supplies, and then we just keep going. Maybe they'll catch up. If not, we could also stay here and lay claim to the city because it is ours now, as it has been abandoned. And Chacha, at this moment, something particularly odd happens. This place has seemed very empty, but there have still been occasional of those centipedes. Those, like, fleshy centipedes that you see in a lot of big cities. And one of them is moving around. And it moves across where, you know, your feet would be. And normally they would just pass through just like they would on anything else. Except that this time you feel all their little legs as they go across your boots. Oh, this is... Mm. We may or may not have, um... How do I say this without making you... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> how to say this without making you piss your pants? I, I think... We may have been teleported beyond. Beyond what? To the beyond, where I see. Oh. Oh. I mean, okay. Well, that gives us an idea. Like, you know, maybe we... Maybe that'll make it easier to figure out where we need to go. I have been told you can live a very fulfilling life in the beyond, and you will no longer age. So it is not so bad. But you can still die. Don't we need to eat? Maybe. I just assume Bastion ate for pleasure, honestly, because of the things he eats. Right, right. Okay, that's interesting. And then he, like, turns to kind of look back out the window again, and he shrieks and starts backing up away from the window and pointing. And it's at that point I cut over to Nix and Dilly. Future Nix and Dilly or concurrent Nix and Dilly? Future Nix and Dilly. Well, I hope Augusta gets where she needs to go. Yeah, I uh, I sort of feel like maybe we should have asked more about, like, Minos, considering, you know, like... Asked Augusta or the goons? Goons or Augusta. She have known? Well, she, I'm pretty sure, didn't she say, like, she knew he was here on business? Did she? God is nodding, yes. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, is Minos really the problem right now? Because interdimensional... A space demon has the fire. Oh, yeah, no. I'm just thinking, like... Not that Midos isn't a problem. I mean, yeah. But I'm just thinking, like, you know, Cha-Cha's lost, and we, you know, determined that, based on history, the best thing to do is definitely to wait for her, so we probably shouldn't leave. But wandering around would increase our chances, probably. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, and we could, like, leave a note here and be like, yo, went after Minos or whatever. Okay. Because you're supposed to wait in one place when you're lost, but, like... We know that Chacha is not. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it'd be a miracle if she stays in the city. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. I mean, fingers crossed. But, like, I think that <laughs> we should stay in the city for sure. 
And if we find out where Minos is, then like even mm-hmm. better. Time management, Dilly. I no, yeah, I completely agree. I just don't know if we're gonna be able well, we'll see what we can get done. I'm just very afraid we're gonna like do recon and then we find Chacha and then we leave anyway and we don't really learn much, but I mean, do you got like crafting and shit to do? Because like by all means, I could try to like track the the goons. Well, I I can disguise us, remember? So I can just that's gonna be easier because well, do they remember? Do they remember who you No, I think they they remember us. So okay. I'm just saying, Dilly, that like we're in a cipher shop and like you like ciphers and I feel like you don't get time, so I don't. I would understand. And I like went to school here, so Yeah. Pretty familiar. Yeah. True. All right. Although Sal is conscious, so I can't I owe you anything. I I, I can change that, Dilly, mm-hmm. if no I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Salah, you know, is in the other room tending to some of the rescued guardians as well as looking at these strange bodies of these guardians that somehow got mandible faces. I mean, I do have one thing I've been thinking about that I kind of want to at least get started on. So, yeah, if you want to go poke around the city, I'll see if I can improve my mobility. Hmm. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Wow, party's fully split. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome or sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, fuck unity. Yeah. Let's start with Samson. Cool. Dilly's going to find a corner of the shop slash apartments or whatever. Dilly's going to try to make kind of rocket boots. Basically, I'm trying to make an artifact that's just going to give me like a asset on speed defense and allow me to kind of travel long distances as if they were short distances something like i'm not trying to make like fleet of foot exactly but sure sounds like fleet of foot (laughs) well if i if it could just be like fleet of foot item that's fine too but yeah that's what dilly is going to try to make okay so you haven't worked on a plan for this yet nope okay but i'm also a fifth tier right so uh i'm just i'm just good at this it just makes it easier to make the plan (laughs) and the thing as well but we'll get there yeah, so I think this is going to be a crafting Numenera roll of 15. Of 15, okay. And so your skills and stuff will help you here, but not your tools, because you're making a plan. Uh, 15, so that's 12, 9, 6. Um, let me see what expert crafter... Expert crafter, if I'm able to reduce the assessed difficulty of a crafting test to 4 or lower, assuming something doesn't interrupt you... It just happens. Automatic success. Oh, nice. The six is a level two, so... Nice. I do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've got a plan. It'll require some synth, some IO. You, you've got ways that you could make, you know, whatever types of those work. The plan itself is going to be a 15 crafting roll, but, like, this plan will take you, like, four hours to construct. Okay. Construct the plan or construct the actual item. To try to construct the actual item. Okay. Uh, 15 again, all the same stuff, and then I have my tools this time, so that's like a three, I think. So, mm-hmm. again, with Expert Crafter, that just happens. It's done. Okay. You now have this artifact. It's something that you can activate to essentially get that asset to speed defense and that sort of fleet of foot, and it will deplete in 1d20. And then an action to activate, basically? Mm-hmm. Okay, that seems fair. Look at me actually doing right stuff. So, also hard at work is Detective Nix. Yes, Detective Nix is on the case. <laughs> so, 
What are you doing, Detective Nix? Well, Detective Nix is going to go outside, back to the alley, and examine the ground. I want it to be like Saka, you know, in that episode uh, where he's like investigating. What is it? The murder of Gian? Is it Gianyu the Cocker? I might be getting that name wrong, <laughs> but you know. Do, do you also pick up like a crazy ass hat too? But like, yeah, it was Kiyoshi. Yeah, yeah. He had a crazy hat. He had like the bubble pipe. But we're a serious podcast, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy hat and a real pipe. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so Nix will head out there and, and sort of try to determine where they may have gone or where they may have come from or where did they come from? Where did they go? Oh, it's going to be like a 15 perception roll, but if you can beat a 21. Oh, so intelligence, which is Nix's not forte. Uh, so Nix is trained, so that'll be 12. Mm-hmm. Nix must have thought really hard last session because... <laughs> All right, I guess we'll do it straight up. Okay. 20. Wow. Thank God, because I fully planned on failing and then spending an XP, because I was like, Nyx is not going to get fucking stymied on the first fucking step of this adventure. (laughs) The streets are kind of busy, but I'm going to say with a natural 20, you spot one of those same goons who's still, like, watching over in your guys' direction, like the direction of the shop, and he doesn't have his buddies with him. But he's, like, clearly keeping an eye on you guys. Ooh. What would you like for a major effect? I would like for there to be a shift change and for Nyx to be able to follow Dude Man or Dude dude Girl. I don't... Or Dude Them. I don't, I'm not sure if you said. Okay. In this particular case, it's Dude. Okay. So, yeah. As a major effect, like, you see somebody come to relieve him, a really just huge woman, like easily seven foot tall, like really broad shoulders, very like muscular and comes over and they kind of do like a little bro five nice. with each other for the, the shift change. And dude, the first that you saw is now starting to head out of the square. Next we'll attempt to stealthily follow. This could be 15 stealth. I just make sure I didn't have anything else that helped. So next is trained in stealth. That makes it a 12. Mm-hmm. I'll spend two levels of speed effort. Mm-hmm. Wait, which makes it a fucking six? Okay. Fifteen. Okay, I think you're managing to keep yourself well hidden as you're following him. From the market, he's heading towards really the rough part of town, like where the dive bars are and things like that. Some of which you're very familiar with because the college students would still go down to the dive bars, at least in groups. And you see this guy start wandering into a familiar tavern, the Maker's Beer. Ooh. So, Nyx will try to spot a likely-looking person of approximately her size wearing typical college student garb and offer to buy their outer clothing, preferably with a hood. I think this, the love of this person, like, and your your tier and your social bonuses and things like that, they're definitely going to agree to this. They spend a little bit of time making sure that it wasn't, like, a kinky thing that you were taking their outer clothing away. But once they ascertained that that wasn't what was going on, they were happy enough to sell the... Oh, yeah, not kinky. Just maybe shady, but, like, not kinky. Right, right, okay. How, how much does it cost? She's got 29 shins top. Here you go. So, I mean, conveniently always forgetting that she has, like, 600 shins hanging around her body. But Nyx herself has 29 shins. It's just one shin. 
I mean, this is just a college student, so like you're tossing them anything. And all right, Nick's puts it on. Okay, you're now dressed like a student. It's like old times. I want to say like it's a dingy cloak or jacket that makes an attempt. He'll go like cloak at being elaborate, but falls short. Yeah. Nick's will go inside. So you go into the maker's beard, and then you can see there's a few like really rough looking customers around here. There's dude that you've been following in the far corner, sitting at a table with other dude. Not one from before, but somebody else that he clearly knows very well. But sitting directly at the bar, about two stools away from where they're sitting, is Clemuel. Ooh, shit. And with that, we're going to cut over to Cha-Cha. Damn. All right. Fair enough. And as Race backs away from the window, you see a shadowy shape come into frame and another one. And you see that there are two enormous snake-like creatures with the distorted monk faces and the glittering black teeth. These look like the imps, but, you know, more solid than ever as they start heading past the shop door. Solid imps. Simps. Those are pretty big dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. They kind of are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) They are. Oh, so, um, don't worry about the big dicks. They're not... (laughs) I forgot, and that got me. Those really aren't, um... I don't want to say they're not dangerous, because they are. But if you can, like, associate yourself with Nyx, they might not be as dangerous. Why would that be? They love Nyx. Nyx is their queen? Ruler? Overlord? Something in that wheelhouse. Their Beyonce? Their waifu? Yes. Supreme wife overlord, maybe. (laughs) I've seen some stuff in text. I think that's the correct terminology. (laughs) Wow, I did not know that. About Nyx, that she had, like, what, like an army of snakes? Um, I wouldn't necessarily call them her army. It's more like a fan base that you can only vaguely control. And so a lot of things they will be doing on their own will. And you won't exactly, like, say, yes, this is what I wanted. They may take what they believe to be her will and go and execute it when it may be the exact opposite of what they want. (laughs) So you're saying that Nyx has an army of snakes that may at any point, regardless of what Nyx actually wants them to do, may just decide to eat me? In the name of Nyx, but pretty much. (laughs) I just... I. I don't understand. What did I do wrong? (laughs) A lot. But, like, this isn't about you right now. This is about survival. Okay. Okay. Where do we go? I mean, I guess we could explore. But, again, there will be things here that see you maybe not as a threat, but as food. Okay. Okay. Well, I can do this. I recommend seeing them as food and act accordingly. I'm going to not pry any further on that particular point. If they try and eat you, you eat them first. Okay, where are we going? Gotcha walks out of the shop. Boop! So you walk out of the shop. You can see some centipedes. It is way less busy, even in for a city. 
than you would normally expect from like horror activity. But you can see that those two imps are making a beeline to one of the fountains. Let's go to the fountain. Like, might be something fun there. Okay. Okay. Let's just keep our distance from these guys. I mean, I bet we could take them. Yeah, but snakes sometimes have surprising striking distance. We're not even sure what their range is. Oh, definitely. It's mainly long-range attacks. Or if you're really, like, crafty, you just get up into their, like, underneath their hitbox and just wham in on them. But you got to get underneath the hitbox. Okay. So if you're headed towards the fountain, you'll see one of them kind of leans down and is fiddling with something. And then slides a little bit farther forward on the fountain and then seems to disappear down it. And the next one does the same and you hear a scraping sound as they kind of disappear. And as you get closer, you see that there is a grate at the bottom of this fountain that presumably they slip through somehow. Hmm. is going to keep following. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you point out the way, Race lifts up the grate for you, and you guys slip down into the dark. And then, as you guys are walking, you suddenly notice that race is not with you anymore. Is this going to be a me problem, or is this going to be of somebody else's problem? And farther down this hallway, you see two glowing purple eyes with sort of purple smoke rising off of them. Sorry about that, Cha-Cha. No big. I mean, it might be big, but like, we'll find out when we find out. Yeah, well, um, and this figure kind of comes closer, and you can now see that it's this shriveled little bastion. Sorry, you were teleporting, and long story short, he wanted me to pull you in here for a second so I could trade places with you. Well, you, is that safe to become a person on the physical plane? Not usually, but he thought I should do it in person. Well, the good news is, is now that I'm back, you can go back. I think. Maybe. But uh, I had a question for you, Cha-Cha. Maybe something you could help with. I mean, if it's within my power, I will try. But I make no guarantees or warranties on my services. All right. When you're getting that uh, thing off your wrist and, you know, taking care of Buddy Cop, mm-hmm. let's say hypothetically you're not able to kill him. Hypotheticals. Do you think there's still a chance you could help free me? Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, why not? I don't see any downside to that. That's great. That's great. That sounds like a good deal. He kind of steps up, and then he takes his left hand, and he spits into it and says, like, that's a promise, right? Sticks out his hand. I would like a very clear wording on this promise, because, like... If I can't do it, but I still try, does that count as me breaking the promise? Yeah, it's not breaking a promise if you're not able to do it. As long as you try. Okay, as long as I try, I'll be fine with it. Okay. Okay. So Cha-Cha spits in her hand. Yep. Shakes. Okay. Shake. This is only applicable to Bastion. Cha-Cha shouts. (laughs) (laughs) As they shake hands. Yeah, and Cha-Cha, you feel dizzy for a moment. And then... Then Bastion is sort of partially substantial to you, and he seems to be slightly out of sync with this physical environment, and you feel like that may mean that you are now in the version of reality that you're used to living in. That was a hoot and a half. 
So she's still in the sewer. Yes. I guess, like, Chatra will climb up out of this ding-dang sewer? You climb up out of the sewer, you get some funny looks from the people on the street as they see you crawling out of the fountain grate where they didn't expect to see you. Have you never gone dumpster diving? She's going to say that to, like, the people who are staring at her. They kind of, like, look at each other, like, sort of guilty about staring, and then they kind of hurry each other along. Exactly. That's just going to go back to the actual shop that's in physical perpetuity. <laughs> so you go back to the physical shop, and it's there. The sign says, it says actually closed, but the door is open. And then Josh is walking in regardless of the signage. Chacha does not respect working hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you uh, wander in there and you can hear somebody's voice muttering to themselves. And, you know, there's a, some sounds in the back room. You also hear the sound of tools being used. Dilly, are you tinkering by yourself? That's what you hear, Dilly. Oh, shit. You've just finished your uh, creation. Cha-cha, is that... Wait, hold on. Hold on. And then sliding out of the back room, these blue sparkles all up his shin and feet. You see Dilly kind of like <laughs> slide in, kind of spin around. Hey, Cha-cha, you made it back. Yeah, it was... I went to the beyond. It is boring. Oh, have you seen Raves? I kind of lost him. And I guess I need to bring him back if he didn't come back on his own. We have Raves. He is contained what did he do again what did he do by the way this whole time dilly is just sliding around you on these blue sparkly feet mm -hmm. we found him in the sewer like in the part that connected it to like the aqueducts and the catacombs and we put him in like kind of a pod but not the same pod he seems to be a pod person uh, yeah but i he sh i believe he's still sleeping in the back i think he's fine you hear a faint <laughs> coming from the back he's conscious in the pod this time he was asleep last time i checked i guess we should i'll see if i can let him out and dilly slides i mean, I guess. I mean you have been crafting for hours <laughs> <laughs> i get so in my head with this one but look at this Wee! and dilly <laughs> slides away into the back <laughs> all right all right okay yeah yeah all right stop moving dilly's gonna try to open up the, the pot for race so as you open it up, the pod like splits with all this like mucus on the inside of it that was holding it together. And as it's splitting open, you see Race's hands just like push out, covered in this pus and mucus, and digging himself out. He's like, Oh my god. Oh my god, I think I think that was the worst thing in my life. You are still alive, so don't count on it. <laughs> oh cha cha. Oh, thank God. I thought I lost you. Same. I was... I mm, was worried the right... No, I wasn't worried. I was concerned I would have to go back and find you. Oh, well, uh, no, uh, Nix and Dilly and the other one found me. But then they they put me in that thing, and it, it was comfortable at first, but then I, I woke up, God, it feels like an hour ago, and I couldn't get at the opening, couldn't get it to open. From the inside. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry about that. I was preoccupied. Right. And then Dilly just kind of quickly clicks off his uh, boots. <laughs> 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 but hey, you're good. You're out in the open. Feel well rested. Yeah. You look well marinated. He kind of glares at you for a moment. 
And he says, yeah, um, where's Nyx? Nyx is doing a little recon at the moment. Okay, okay. Do we have any idea what happened here? I mean, I've been out of count for quite a while now. And you don't have to roleplay explaining it all to him, you could just say. Dilly will quickly summarize the past few uh, handful of hours. Small adventure with Augusta, what we found beneath the trapdoor. Mm-hmm. And then also explain that Nyx is doing recon on Minos's goons at the moment. Okay, you guys are busy. So what do we think is mutating guardians and having them attack each other? The auditors, I thought it was like a side effect of, well, Chacha. But the other guardians, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I Actually, Chacha, would you want to look at some of the uh, crazy mutated guardians that we found? Maybe you can see things that others can't. I mean, why not? Can't hurt. Yeah. Okay. So when you go and look at them, you see that these figures, in some level, shape, or form, it varies a bit how far along it was, their mouths had started morphing into the same kind of mouth that Buddy Cop has, like the predator mouth. You know, they had these new bones, like, spring up, pushing their existing skin out and building these crazy mandibles, essentially, that are like crap. The other thing that you see is that the ones who still who haven't had the skin removed from their arm there for the the fire still that there seems to be some sort of pulsing energy around their marks. I mean, this is a unique way to fight a war. Uh, could you elaborate on that? Clearly, Buddy Cop is mutating people to be like him because of fire. Yeah. Oh fuck. Oh, fuck. So this, do you think this could happen to, like, anybody who's touched the fire? Like, could we fucking... Oh, definitely, yeah. It's probably going to happen to everybody. Oh, unless we, like, stop it or find a cure. Oh, shit. Okay. Make a deal. Murder him. What? What were what was those last two things? <laughs> make a deal, murder him? I agree with that second one, but make a deal? With what? Who? I mean, I'm just giving you options. I'm not saying to go anyway, which way, or... Which way I'm going. I just know, like, if you don't want this, there are, like, definitely two options. You can murder him or make a deal. Oh. I'm not saying making a deal will be any better, though. I I doubt it. I, From what little I know with Buddy Cop, Buddy Cop doesn't seem that kind of civil. You just have to follow the terms of the deal and you will be fine-ish. <laughs> Dilly not subtly glances at your hand. Yeah. All right, well. As if we didn't need more reason to get to Bodrov as soon as possible. Now we just need to wait for fucking Nyx to get back and we can head out. What's she doing? So Nyx is going to attempt to be very smooth and sneaky and secret agent-like and go on the far side to the barstool on the far side of Clemuel from the the dudes, the dude goons. And she's going to try to communicate with her eyeballs that she's on a sneaky mission. Okay. And she'll put like her finger up like, shh. So let's figure out if she manages to convey that Clemuel okay. shouldn't be like, Nix! Or more like, Nix. <laughs> yeah. Clemuel is, she's not drunk yet, but she's close. So her understanding what you're getting across, um, so this can be a 15, but you are specialized. Again, Nix must have thought very hard last session, so mm-hmm. that's a two. <laughs> that's a GM intrusion. Um, it is... Oh no! <laughs> no, I want it. No, I'm gonna spend XP. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it because I want. I want next to be successful. Do it. Okay. And okay. It's very uncharacteristically. 
un- uncharacteristic sort of way. Don't let me down. 18. Okay. She kind of like, for a moment she starts when she recognizes your face, but then she kind of catches herself before she says anything and just sort of gives you a subtle nod and like sort of lifts her drink. Uh, Nix will indicate to the bartender that she should also have some swill and we'll try to eavesdrop on the goons. Okay. You'll have a little bit of waiting because the bartender ignores you for as long as he can get away with it um, <laughs> before it becomes like impossibly rude. And Nix then bites a drink. shin in half. Um, she doesn't tip. So give me a 12 perception roll to try to listen in on this conversation. What are these intelligence points for anyway? Nix is going to be confident. Ooh, I don't know, though. Would eavesdropping? Eavesdropping fall under intrigue? Still feels like perception to hear them. I mean... Oh, I see, I see. Okay. Okay. And I'll spend one level of intellect effort. Okay. Six. Oh, my God. Another 20. Oh. Ooh. Still need to take that extra recovery, though. New dude. We'll call him dude number two. He's talking with dude number one, and you get the impression that the guy that you were following... They both feel like he's been coming up in the organization, like he's getting some, you know, attention. And he's like, well, yeah, I mean, I I, I don't want to speak too highly of myself, but, you know, I've been doing some pretty important recon for Minos himself. So I feel like I'll get to meet the boss any day now. Is this when I pick my major effect? Yes. I would like him to be like, meet my boss at um, the house on the hill with this address where he will be for the next X amount of time before he proceeds to X location <laughs> for the purpose of... <laughs> is that too much? So he says, yeah, 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 I'm, I'm hoping to get to get to meet him soon. I know, you know, some of us that are involved are, are get, having a meeting over at South Warehouse, the meeting room. The other guy's like, meeting room? He's like, meeting room, you know what I mean. And he says, but yeah, looking forward to that tonight. I'm really hoping that gives me a chance to meet the boss, make a first impression, especially since we've been watching these people. I'm going to actually pull another shift before we have to go over, just because I want to be able to say that I want the chance to see if they move. Because it'd be awesome if I could catch them. There you go, Nix. So, uh, Nix will, like, lean toward Clemuel and be like, so, uh, you want to get up to some trouble tonight? <laughs> she kind of looks at you, and then she looks down at her right arm there is an ashen gray mark on it and she turns she comes back and she meets your eyes and she finishes off her glass of whiskey and says why not all right well let's go to salas and uh get started all right she follows you salas salas sorry and dilly and cha-cha nix has is coming in the door to Salas shop with clemuel Oh, yo, what's up, Cha-Cha? See, Dilly? I told you that, like... Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, you told yeah. me. Okay. Yeah, we were. We agreed. Yeah, yeah, we were on the same page with this. Yeah, best to let Cha-Cha find herself. Hey, Cha-Cha. Wow, I did not expect to see all you guys again. Well, we are surprisingly hard to kill. That's good. That's that's probably very good. What what you, what you been up to? How you doing? I've been drinking and um admiring my new accessory, and she motions to the mark on her arm yeah yeah we're working on that uh, hey by the way have you felt any soreness in the face any crabbiness coming out of your face hole crabbiness coming out of your face hole <laughs> <laughs> no but can't really feel my face right now are you on drugs oh because the drinking oh. okay 
Oh. Yeah, I've, I've been I've been drinking a lot. That's fair. Hydration is important. Right. Right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just found out that Minos is going to be at the South Warehouse tonight. So I say we uh, investigate that. Okay. Murder? Murder, potentially, yeah. Oh, okay. i just like to know what we're planning when we go in. Like, let's plan for it all what we know is going to happen instead of being like, we're just going in to observe. We're not going to steal anything. You know. Gosh, yeah, that was one time. And if you like remember, we did we did review and determine that we would we would not do that again. Yeah. I, I mean, is this a great idea? Because we kind of have like a major issue to deal with right now, like the fire and all that. Like, I mean, were we going to leave tonight, like, or in the morning? And I mean, like, what if, like, what if, what if? He comes in, like, when we're, like, mid-dealing with the fire issue. It's like, I'm going to fuck shit up, and I'm prepared, and we aren't. Why don't we take that role, and we go in, and we say, we're going to fuck up your shit while you're not prepared. And Clemuel's down, so. Yeah. We're all down to clown. Uh, all right. I Samson, I would like to offer you an XP. <laughs> I would gladly take it. Who you give the other one to? I think Cha-Cha, because I think Cha-Cha's a little behind right now. You can hear mumbling in the back of your head, and again, it's like two voices, Aster and someone else, talking to each other. Everyone, hold on for a second. Dilly's going to listen very intently. So because this is a team intrusion, you get to hear it. Again, they are speaking in machine code to each other, but you're essentially getting concepts on it. And it's not like Aster's like translating for you, it's just you're picking up his understanding of them just because of your proximity. And the other voice says, system, system. And Astor says, system, ack. Its voice is saying something like, you appear to be indisposed, require extraction. And Astor responds with a negative. And the other one says, system, system. And Astor says, system, ack. And the other one says, System requests diagnostic data, and there's a long pause, and then the other voice says, System requests diagnostic data, and then there is a blinking sign and says, Extraction in progress, and that's where we'll end this episode. Ooh. Alex, something for this episode. I like that we were all just, like, vibing, doing our own thing, because sometimes that's fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Cool. Well... We have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I would offer our listeners an XP to check out the fact that the Avatar, the last Airbender character I referenced earlier, was Chin the Great and not, like, Gang the Conqueror, whatever the fuck I said. So... Just FYI. But in all seriousness, <laughs> I would like to recommend a PC game called Strange Horticulture. I don't know if anyone here has played it. It is similar to Papers, Please. The developer is Bad Viking and publisher is Iceberg Interactive, which I think did do Papers, Please, but I didn't look it up to be sure. Basically, the game is an occult puzzle game in which you play as the proprietor of a local plant store. And you're like, uncle died and left you the store and you roll up and you have like this encyclopedia of plants and a cat and customers that come in and ask for specific plants and you don't know what they are. So you have to like 
determine based on this encyclopedia that you have, like what plant this might be. And it's like a very low stakes game. So like if you're wrong, it's like you're wrong, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just your pride that gets hurt. (laughs) It's your pride. Yeah. You're or like the customer is like, that's not it. (laughs) And like as you successfully (laughs) complete these puzzles, you get rewarded with either new plants or new pages in your plant encyclopedia. Also, you get, uh, you have this, which I thought was so funny because it related way too hard. You also have this like circle that you fill up called the will to explore, which is like basically the will to leave your house (laughs) and go out into like the surrounding area. So you get clues, you get like a daily clue (laughs) card. um, And there's a mystery, of course, that you're trying to solve. And it's like, it's like light horror. Yeah. So as you solve those things, you get more plants, more, more clues, and and you get closer and closer to uh, solving the mystery. And you can also pet your cat as much as you want. And I got the achievement for petting my cat a lot. It took me like six or seven hours. I was kind of a completionist about it. And like, you know, you like you sit at your desk and you like you pull out your map and then you pull out your book. Kind of like an old school mystery game. But you also have a fuck ton of plants that have varying properties. Some of them are just nice to look at. You can tag them. Spent mm-hmm. so long organizing my plants and uh, just so I could find them easily. <laughs> and stuff like that. So it was it was a really good, chill time. And I recommend that anyone who has like six or seven hours to immerse yourself in, in kind of this cool uh, light horror world. It's vaguely Victorian, I think. I assume. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. And is it Steam, Xbox Game Pass, or? Steam. Steam. It's only a PC game. I don't know if there are any other places you can purchase it, but I purchased it on Steam. Okay. I did look it up. Not the same guy who did uh, Papers, Please. Oh, okay. But it seemed like a similar vibe. Uh. Oh, yeah. It definitely seems like that kind of low stakes, thinky hard vibe. So, Samson, if people wanted to reach out to us and tell us what they think about Strange Horticulture or the podcast, how would they do that? I mean, the socials are the place to be. You can find all of them at our website, explorerswanted.fm. You can see that on Twitter. We are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcasts. Those are all hell sites, though. So hang out with us on our Discord. ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord will bring you there. And also, if you'd like to support us financially and it is within your means, Patreon.com slash ExplorersWanted. Get some cool stuff there. Or you could use our Dice affiliate code ExplorersWanted at checkout with Die Hard Dice. Gets you some dice and gets us a little kissy of money. So do that if you can. Yeah. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. Best thing you could do for us is to tell your friends about the show, why they should listen to it. And once again, those five-star reviews on podcast directory just make a huge difference. So please do that for all of your favorite podcasts. And if you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, well, remember that when your temperature rises and your pulse begins to race, that what you're feeling is a rehearsal for the final act. Because your chest is a cage, and your heart is the beast trying to claw its way out. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. That puts my weight training in a weird perspective. I'm at Slam Potato. My house keeps shaking. I'm very semi-concerned. I'm T with a unicorn on Twitch and Realty Unicorn on Twitter. Maybe my house will still be here. We'll find out. I guess so. (laughs) Hopefully it will. Anyway, that's it for us. Hope you all enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye!